0: The Forever Bogus Podcast is brought to you by Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili.
1: That's right, folks. I know anytime I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I stop into Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili because sometimes you want to be playing Double Dragon and your other hand, you have a little cup of chili. Ooh, what's the flavors this week? Thai green chili. Mmm, fantastic. So good. Does not get me sick.
0: That's right. If you're looking for a nostalgic good time, check out Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili
1: love the chili. I do not get sick when I eat it. Everybody I talk to, don't get sick, so.
0: Uh, Did you ever get popcorn balls when you went trick-or-treating?
1: I think that you always
0: get at least two. Same here, but my parents would never let me try it. Did your parents
1: let you eat it? Of course. Really? Yeah, as a matter of fact, like... I am a savory guy, so I, I am too. I, I'm all about if somebody gives you a bag of chips in your can- in your bag, your Halloween trick Yeah, or treat but see, bag.
0: chips are sealed. I'm
1: talking about like homemade popcorn oh, balls. Oh, dude, no. I don't even- nothing homemade. Are you nuts? I, I would get- <laughs> I would get popcorn balls. <laughs> But they would be sealed, and they'd be made by like Uts or something. You're talking okay. psychopaths, and yes, uh, motherfucking uh, Kansas City are rolling <laughs> up homemade popcorn I, balls. And I lived to kids. in a
0: very small town called Brookfield. When I went, uh, you know, trick or treating there, people would make homemade candy or homemade popcorn balls, or they would send out like. Um, uh caramel apples and stuff like that so we always got like homemade shit but my parents never let me try it brookfield you said yeah brookfield
1: brookfield sounds like the name of an uh, early 2000s emo band which explains a lot about why you are the way you are funny that you say that because i was in a a
0: band in high school called Hallbrook. it's a perfect emo band name did you do that on purpose
1: yeah oh because i could see i could see brookfield Four guys with pants too tight Standing in front of dumpsters <laughs> in black and white photo Have you even been looking back at my old MySpace photos? You're, as as one guy whose pants was too tight in 2007 mm-hmm. It seems like yours was too I know it when I see it Takes one to know one Hey, that's true But I never wore girl pants, okay? I did Never wore it I did Welcome to the forever <laughs> This Halloween <laughs> podcast Happy Halloween, guys. It is officially, what, September something? It's September
0: something. My The trees in my backyard are starting to change colors.
1: We have a tree in our front yard that, like, clockwork, right in the middle of September, even if it's still 90 degrees out, starts to turn. So I really like that. And it starts to fall, and it looks like an episode of Pete and Pete, you know? Yes, exactly. And it's me, your B-boy, Terry. terrifying boy.
0: Whoa, that's a new one. That's a new one. Yep. And I'm always joined here with your favorite middle school rapper uh-huh. from the middle school lunch table. I screwed that up, but we're going to go with that's it. okay. Middle school your rapper man- from the
1: middle school lunch table. That doesn't fluff the tongue. Uh, it does not. <laughs> you want me to redo that? Your no, favorite
0: rapper because from the it's middle school lunch table? No, 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 no,
1: Because I'm not myself in the Halloween season. I'm. Uh, That's true. I am uh, scary Dracula. <laughs> scary Dracula. <laughs> Welcome Ooh. to the Halloween season, guys. <laughs> I like that scary Dracula. A lot of people will try to tell you, it's well, it's Halloween year round for me. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, you fucking asshole! I enjoy asshole. A pumpkin latte every day. Yeah, you got fucking diabetes. All right, look, no, 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 for real. I, 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 I am somebody who watches horror movies 365 mm-hmm. days of the year. I have a, I have a fucking dumb pumpkin tattooed on my arm. <laughs> it's I not dumb. It's pretty rad. Live for Halloween, and mm-hmm. I just if. I It's even in January. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. But you also really love Christmas. I love Christmas, and I will fucking okay. fight somebody we, about we're,
0: it. We're not going to get into that because we are in the Halloween season. Yeah, yeah. And I want to remind our listeners that the Forever Bogus podcast is always brought to you by Ed's Retro Arcade and Chili. Hmm.
1: Uh, yep. Were you going to say something? No, that's it. Okay, I didn't know if that was going to go on a really he, he long time. He didn't give us anything specific to say this week, so... Yes. So I think I think that's it. <laughs> I didn't know if that was going to go on for a really long time. No, 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 no. Ed, Ed uh, who is the owner of, uh, of Ed's Retro Arcade in Chile, happened to be a fan of the show mm-hmm. or getting involved. Blah, blah, blah. Yucky political stuff. But the point is, so a lot of the stuff we get to do is still in line with what we used to do. That's true. So getting to review... A uh, an old sitcom Halloween episode is is kind of you know it's like not like things changing too much you hey, know that's very true so Big Ed
0: has a very special Halloween special on the menu for us today. That's what is right. that,
1: Scary Dracula? Hey, it's it's me, Scary Dracula, <laughs> and uh, the episode is. It's Home Improvement's A Night to Dismember. This aired on October 28th, 1997. And you know what I really like about that? October that? 28th. I mean, you are mere days away from the big day. Yes. You really, it feels like, it doesn't sometimes, like when they air a Halloween special on like the 15th or the 14th or the 13th, it's, like, it's too early. It, it, d- me- it, it oddly does feel a little too
0: early. Like yeah. watching it doesn't necessarily get you in the the. Authentic, genuine spooky mood.
1: Yeah. I liked yeah. this episode a lot. Me too. I will say revisiting it. A lot of times, uh, unfortunately, uh, we revisit a lot of things in the show that I find to just drain me of life force. <laughs> uh, like last year yeah. we had on the boys from uh, Haunted Graveyard... Haunted uh, hangover. <laughs> and uh, they we watched some Nick Shettoon shows or some uh Snick. Yeah. I they, don't wanna... they weren't as good as I remembered. Oh, do you feel do you truly feel that way? Um yes. I mean okay. I,
0: I still enjoy them for the nostalgia aspect okay, of right, it. Cool, but like cool, cool. they weren't as good as I remember. But that's that's not the case with this home improvement right. Halloween special though. I feel like this one
1: really held up. The last thing I want to do is have my neg my personal negativity pull you out of Nick snick Halloween nights <laughs> you know what scary Dracula I do appreciate that scary Dracula believes in love and if you believe that you <laughs> love that show I want you to love that show all the way always <laughs> and forever I well, don't thank want you I don't thank want you. my personal you know I'm a weird dude I don't know if you've noticed it um, I don't know if you've noticed that about I don't me.
0: think I noticed it because I'm also a weird dude okay. but scary Dracula did yeah. you watch a lot of home improvement when you were younger
1: hell no Get you really the fuck out of here! <laughs> Get the <laughs> fuck out of here!
0: This guy with the tools. Your dad drank a beer watching Home Improvement
1: each night. No, my dad was not a beer drinker. My dad was a my dad was a straight edge warrior who liked pro wrestling. Uh, oh. No, I was really like not much of a sitcom guy at all growing up.
0: And, Interesting.
1: Uh, yeah but i i knew of them and i was aware of them all and stuff and i mean i think my extent of it was watching the halloween specials when they came out and and okay. the christmas specials when they came out because they felt you know seasonal and special I, but i wasn't a big sitcom guy so i didn't see a ton of this show and i think that this was also what what, what network was this on i think abc this was an abc so is this a disney thing um, I think so, right? Is this, it's, did, I'm I sure think,
0: they're affiliated in some way. Yes.
1: Uh, I know that you love the show. By the way, you asked me if I watched it as a kid. The I answer's do. not really. I know that you love this. Yeah, m- my dad and I used to watch this all the time. This is exactly the kind of mumbo jumbo that you love. Ooh, I can tell. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what's really good about this show is the theme song. Do the theme song still slaps? Okay, give me. I can't. Give me, like, the first lick of it. Try it.
0: Tried. <laughs> yes. Keep going. <laughs> That's it.
1: That's the riff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then the sax <laughs> <thing>. comes <laughs> in. Because I think we're led to believe that Al is a sax man, right? Um, that Does Tim Al Allen's played? a sax man? <laughs> Does Al, no, 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 Al, his his co-star oh, on Tool Time. Al's a sax man. I think man. he plays sax sometimes on like some episodes. Or am I fucking I, I totally making that I that. I might have dreamt that. That's the kind of dreams that I have. Hey, babe, what did you dream about last night? I dreamt that Al from Home Improvement plays sax. <laughs> One time I woke up from a dead sleep and uh, my wife was asking me what I want for dinner or something. She was like, what do you want to eat? And I'm Xbox and I rolled over <laughs> and went back to sleep. I dreamed fucked up, uh, but anyway, we, we're, we're straying away from this. What What is this episode really about? It's about Halloween, it's about shooting your own horror movie, it's about yes, deeply, uh, it's about it's got some heavy themes actually that they it, just kind of raise up because yes, I, I, there's something here. Okay, it's Halloween. The one son wants to make a scary horror movie for yes, class. Yes, Mark
0: does. Mark does. With with his newfound goth friend,
1: Ronnie. Ronnie, who... We'll get into it later, but I did okay. a deep dive on the actor who played Ronnie. And, uh, <laughs> Great, yeah, yeah, excellent, excellent. Yeah. But uh, this, this kind of borders on a weird subject topic because Tim Allen, Tim the Tool Man Taylor, uh, and his wife, who is just... I think her name is just Wife... No, Joe. it's Jill. Get oh, okay, out of here! Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's just wife. <laughs> hey, wife! Yeah, you, you got my tools. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, he's like using power tools to make fucking Jacqueline. Uh, oh, oh, jack-o'-lanterns and stuff. You know what I really liked about this Halloween episode was the the bad um, transition graphics. Oh, but that throughout the entire series. But they have Halloween-specific ones for this they Halloween do. episode. Yes, where like yes, yes. And they're when they, so when cheesy. they transition from one scene to another, it's this drawn pumpkin that <laughs> looks stupid, and he kind of sk- <laughs> he's kind of skates by like a Sega Genesis. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's always bats and stuff like that. The best transition graphics interact with the scene. Like, there, I think Tim's body comes out of a pumpkin in one of the one of the. It would scene not transi- surprise me. Something like, like that, and it goes in the next scene jtt as we said justin taylor uh-huh. thomas jonathan is it yeah. justin or jonathan it's jonathan fuck me jonathan taylor thomas oh Just fucking JTT. bullshit <laughs> you fucking prick is every girl in the 90s first crush figure up in the 90s right yeah you've already said that i know but i never got to the point because you kept saying hey what do you think about halloween jack what do you think bryce <laughs> what do you think i think <laughs> about Game. halloween jack I'm, s- I'm sorry scary dracula Continue. Do you, see, do you notice that Scary Dracula's got a little bit more of an attitude than than he kind of does. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so just strap in, folks. It's going to be a scary okay. Halloween season. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> where was I going? Who is the female that was every guy's crush in the '90s? Because I, I I feel like that's not as clear cut. I can give you a list, but I don't think it's as.
0: Clear. You're right. I don't think it's just like one female that was like, oh yeah. I mean, I guess I guess Topanga. and and I think Kimberly from Power Rangers Kimberly from Power Rangers I mean that's but you're right there's like a full list well um, Well, what's your point we're still not even getting to your point come on (laughs) there is no
1: point we're just exploring nostalgia we're having a great time doing it I see I see Uh, Okay. in this Halloween episode Home Improvement Night to Dismember which aired October 20th 1997 (laughs) uh, JTT when he first comes in he makes a joke and actually I I did watch a bit of, of Home Improvement as a kid not a lot uh, I know. You, you, you know, just a, I knew... Yeah, I wasn't like a regular watcher when you asked, mm-hmm. but I, I saw a few episodes, and I, I liked it, and I like him as Buzz Lightyear, and I like him as Santa Claus, Um, but the whole time, like, didn't he... Wasn't he just in a sitcom where, like, uh, he's, like, involved in the writing process, so, like, it's just a funny sitcom, and then it, and randomly in one episode he goes, Yeah, I guess America isn't what it used to be. I guess... Oh, the liberals are doing whatever they want now. <laughs> did, did, like didn't didn't he? Is, is that something? Does that sound familiar know. to you at I, all? I never watched the. Uh, I think it was called Last Man sequel, Standing. The Last
0: Man Standing. I don't am not for sure for sure what it's about, but apparently it's really similar to Home Improvement. But I, I, maybe he does something like I that. I could be maybe wrong. He here. leans I a little too
1: hard right. I didn't and, research and, this, but okay. I, I I feel like the episode this the show got canceled. For viewership reasons or something like that. No, it got canceled because Tim Allen's a fucking alcoholic. But all right, yeah. Well, it got canceled by for yes. whatever purposes. But I think he blamed like Democrats. I think he was like, yeah, just hmm. Democrats, and it, and so the last episode, he comes into the kitchen and he just has this shitty speech, like where he's just like, this country's changing, you know. <laughs> and point point of me bringing that up is I kind of kept expecting that to happen in this episode in this Halloween Halloween episode episode. Uh, but what's really funny JTT's first joke when he shows up is they say what are you going to be for Halloween and he goes I'm going to be the scariest thing Republicans
0: I caught that joke but isn't that going against what Tim Allen believed I guess I think so but I don't know
1: Who who can keep track of this maniac that's
0: true that, that's, that's he used really to do
1: point. like uh, impressions in prison to stop himself from getting his ass beat. Did you hear that story? I have, but but let's not get into
0: that yet. Let's get into you're, that. You're you're on a really good point right here. All right. So <laughs> JTT comes in, Randy comes in, yeah. and uh, Jill, the mother, is trying to convince the her two sons to take Mark to a Halloween party or just just to get out because she realizes that Mark is down and doesn't mm-hmm. really have that many friends. He's kind of like the black sheep of the family. But then Mark shows up with Ronnie. Yeah. Mark explains that he's going to be making a, a horror film, um, not a porno horror film, but a horror film, um, You just it's going to include you the just, entire family. You just
1: zipped right over the most important thing in this episode, which is Ronnie. That's true. Ronnie I, is Ronnie, the goth best friend. He is. He's the one that
0: kind of sends, sends Mark into his goth phase. Yes. Which I'll get more into my opinion about later. But but anyway, you said you did a deep dive on Ronnie. I need to hear more about Ronnie. <laughs>
1: Uh, okay, Ronnie is an actor uh, <laughs> named uh, Kalen Romero. So the uh, so I, I was not able to confirm that he had any relation to George Romero, whether he was a grandchild or something okay. like that. But I actually looked him up on Instagram because that's I, it was the only place I was able to find him. And uh, Okay. I, I, <laughs> and it's really him. I mean, I'm seeing high school pictures of him. This is him on his prom date.
0: This wow. is Kalen there. He doesn't look goth at all. It's interesting that they they, they turned him into a goth. Like, it yeah. doesn't really fit
1: him. I don't want to say anything too bad about Kalen here, the actor, but I love his character on the show. I think he's Me a, too. I think he's a great, like, goth character, uh, especially in this episode, because he's sort of the uh, director of photography here on this shot-on-video horror movie. Because mm-hmm. it is kind of a shot-on-video horror movie, wouldn't you say? Oh, it really is. It's definitely an SOV. But, uh... I like that character. I like his influence on, on what's the son's name? It's Mark. It's Mark. <laughs> he's He is kind of the forgotten child. He is. Actually, it's true. It's fucked up because that's the whole point of this episode is that he feels forgotten. So in this horror movie that he's making, it's all about killing your own parents because they forgot about you. And I can't even remember the kid's name. So that just goes to show you.
0: But I love it because they show majority of his... This film closer to like the middle middle of the episode yeah and it's so well done like it gets i have me a excited. Few,
1: i have a few problems with it i have a, i have a problem
0: with how well it how well it's done oh i see it, it's too much of a good production
1: the production is fucking amazing dude it is yeah. like the best horror movie you've ever seen you like you want to watch it <laughs> it's like a really gnarly episode of twilight zone there's no early high schooler with his Dumbass best friend who's with a VCR <clears throat> camera who's gonna make a wicked movie. I could tell you from experience, and I know you could tell from experience too. Oh, yeah, that I thing can. looks yeah. so good. That's a spooky Halloween horror movie. This stupid ass kid made it's true. Dumbass kid, what's his name again? Stop it! No, no t- but I will say I, I forget the character's name. I need it, help.
0: It's Mark. It's Mark. Damn Mark it! It's Mark. You remember Ronnie, but you can't remember Mark. Ma- Ronnie is Ronnie is more <laughs> pivotal
1: to the the story than, in my opinion, even in episodes he's not in. Because you know what? We all had goth friends and emo friends and weird mm-hmm. friends and punk friends growing up, but yeah. usually they like when you would introduce him to your parents, they would act nice and stuff like that. Ronnie yeah. does not give a shit.
0: I, I don't know. I think Ronnie has like a, a social disorder or something. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I think, I think this episode itself really highlights Mark and his like transition into kind of adulthood in a way. Cause he's kind of standing up for himself, even though he's telling it through like a metaphor. Yeah. But it's interesting because if you go back and watch earlier episodes, Mark has more screen time like mark is always next to, to tim most of the time like if tim's out in the garage mark's there with him helping him with something but the other two kids randy and brad um are not in there one's jtt and the other one's a
1: popular popular football player yes and exactly so they're they're always which just is it ah, i don't know i guess it i always related to the character whose name i can't remember it just keeps slipping me mark stop it mark the narc (laughs) um okay let's do this like michael scott okay okay mark you have uh macabre interest macabre Mm -hmm. starts with an m your name is mark Mark Starts with an m there you go macabre mark so yes
0: but but anyway i think that this little short film that Mark put together really shows the range of the actor's abilities because yeah. uh, Richard Carn, who plays Al he plays Al Gore in this little short film and he is fucking hilarious
1: it is funny that you would say they're acting range as in shooting range because this is like the Columbine tapes stop it this is macabre Mark uh, <laughs> making a video about how he wants to kill his parents. Let's yeah. not bury the lead here. And then he gets busted. Tim, uh, that he promises he won't... The parents won't watch the video. Tim and wife um, whose name is white <laughs> in the show. Jill, right? Her name is Jill. She makes jelly sandwiches. Uh, her name is Jill. Okay. Jill and Tim promised uh, Macabre Mark that they are not going to watch his horror movie on this spooky Halloween episode of Home mm-hmm. Improvement on... Uh, October twenty eighth, nineteen ninety six or seven, I forget. Seven, seven, <laughs> and they do, and they watch it, and it turns out it's a video about him talking about how he wants to kill his parents, basically.
0: Yeah, he just wants a straight murder, and like he gets help from Mister Wilson to do. Yeah, so.
1: and then and how about that? Mister Wilson never thought to be like, hey, neighbor, uh, your son's making a movie about killing you. <laughs> no dude he was into it he's like your son's a brilliant filmmaker well actually yes if the movie looks the way that it did like they showed on the show this kid is a brilliant filmmaker and yes we found his thing in life he's
0: a regular old kevin
1: smith he's (laughs) right hey man i've had a heart attack i'm gonna make a movie about it damn damn too soon uh yeah it didn't even come out yet that's how soon it is <laughs> but they were trying to stifle his uh creative expression you know they yeah i could see that
0: and, and not
1: only that i kind of
0: wish they continued that throughout the rest of the, the remainder of the series like they touched on it once that yeah. he like was enjoying being becoming a filmmaker and that was it They should have didn't
1: yeah that should have been his story arc forever that would have been great yes and I got a I got a bit uh, here that I'm gonna do it's not even really a bit it's just a it's just an idea okay Uh, I am I am Tim Taylor's uh, friend that you don't see on the show and I'm Uh just his friend and we and we're at the bar okay and I say Tim I got some news for you. Your wife is stuck up. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Jill is stuck up, man. She really... Uh, Tim thought it was awesome what he was doing. He, yes. He, uh, until he pulled an axe on him to cut his head off in the movie. And then Jill didn't like it. Jill no longer approved of it. Jill is is a, just a wet blanket. I don't
0: know. I don't fully agree. I think in this situation, yes. Yes, absolutely. She is a wet blanket. If you, imagine
1: you did the best painting you've ever done in your life. And it happened to be a picture of two lions sucking each other off,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and people came in and said, "You should Hey, don't be drawing the two lions sucking each other off." But in an artistic standpoint, it's beautiful. Well, you've because it looks perfect. You've drawn every yes. hair, every follicle. It looks great. Mm-hmm. You can see every detail. But right
0: proportions and everything. It happens
1: to be two lions sucking each other off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are we doing here?
0: So, so you're saying that Jill would be like, "That's inappropriate." I'm saying Jill's a wet blanket
1: on this Halloween episode. <laughs> is what I'm saying.
0: I don't know what I'm saying. That, that's fair. That's fair. I think even at the end of the episode, where they have like the joke that they are cutting the, the parents' heads off, Tim was still all for it. Like Tim was like, "This is uh, bloody and gory, and it's very like macabre. It's brilliant." We have Marcus brilliant, but then
1: he got like really scared. At the end, because Mark was going to yeah. fake cut his head off. Okay, can we talk about the ending of the episode? Absolutely, uh, let's do it. All right. Did he murder his family at the end of this episode? You know what? I think he did. Like It, it ended on a really weird note. They're carrying the basket... Of the decapitated heads. Of the parents. Yes. It, imagine if this was the last episode of the series. <laughs> that would be the best I way. I wish... Because, oh my god, alright, because the idea was, alright, they call him out, they say, hey, because uh, Jill, who makes jelly sandwiches, mm-hmm. uh, Jill, she, uh, she, what does she say? She says, she's got a weird southern thing going a little bit, right? She kind of
0: does, yeah. She goes, yeah.
1: Mark, I don't like this movie you're making. It seems <laughs> so weird that you're making a movie about killing, a, he's chopping heads off and everything. And Tim's going, but he's making movies about killing his mom. Like he's, she's got that thing going. Yeah, she does. Uh, and and of course the episode goes blah blah blah, and then he's like, "But mom, I don't really want to kill you guys. I just blah blah blah." blah, 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 blah. But then he kills him for real. Yeah, he does. I think. And then and then the episode ends. It ends on a weird. Did the episodes usually have weird jokes like that? they do but okay. typically they
0: come back like after the commercial break to, to wrap up like the uh, the credits and stuff but they mm-hmm. have like a blooper reel or they they have like that little last punch at the, at the end of the episode of like we did learn a lesson here right they
1: sit around They sit around the couch. The couch, yes. Yeah, kind of like, like family kind of guy. Uh, yes,
0: exactly. Exactly. But I don't really necessarily think they had that in this episode. Yeah. Scary Dracula. Yes. Did you know that the main writer for this episode was Matt Williams? I did, but I don't know who that is. Oh, how perfect. Yeah. Perfect lead-in. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, sure. Well, he... Was the creator or the co-creator of Home Improvement, but he was the main creator alongside Roseanne for Roseanne, Mm -hmm. which is I'm sure all of our listeners know uh, that she's pretty much the queen of Halloween. She's the queen of Halloween. She's the queen of Halloween. Yes. So I think that Matt Williams and his team are the unsung heroes of the '90s Halloween specials that we. Is he he still alive? Is he still alive? He's still alive. He's working on the Connors now, which says a lot yeah um i have not been a fan of the Connors pretty much since
1: the get-go but well i i i love that they murdered roseanne and not not that i have a problem with her but it's just very bold to say all right we don't want her in the show anymore so we're gonna fucking kill her
0: it's that's true you know that's
1: bold but but i
0: really do think that matt is the unsung hero of of 90s halloween specials because i think without matt and his team uh, Halloween specials just really haven't been the same since the 90s like yeah you think back in the last couple decades tell me a good quality Halloween special from a modern sitcom
1: I unfortunately can I don't mean to instantly oh can you poop on your cake or I
0: mean I know there are some like Goldberg's has some pretty yeah I was gonna say Goldberg I mean
1: Goldberg's got fucking Robert England to put the makeup back on Yes, he, he wouldn't yeah, even think- do that for a nightmare movie
0: but that's but that's a nostalgic like TV yeah. show. So, same thing um, with like that 70s show. They had a couple of good Halloween stuff, but it's also like a nostalgic base in the 70s I will.
1: Sitcom. I am not. I am not trying to um, take away from your point about his impact on the Halloween special. Okay, I do agree okay. with you, but I can think of good modern Halloween specials, and I I The Office has great. Uh, halloween hmm. specials if, okay. if whether you're a fan or you're not it's good to just check in on those episodes really
0: haven't looked into into that it is all, a very so.
1: very good show i mean the first like it loses it runs off the rails of course i mean what's hmm. funny about the show at first is it's so quiet and relatable uh but then by the end people are getting like lit on fire and shot out of the building and stuff <laughs> like that so the fir- but uh, i you know those halloween episodes are really 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 good uh, okay, so I can go to bat for those. Let's see, wh- what else is there of good Halloween uh, episodes? Of I'd, in the I'd, recent- I'd
0: imagine that there are some more, but I guess the point I'm trying to get to is that Matt found a perfect formula that worked so well for the, for his TV shows that he created. Yeah, and with the uh, an amazing ensemble, they were able to capture lightning in the bottle multiple times mm-hmm. with their Halloween specials. And I think that's the point I'm trying to get to. Like, without him, we wouldn't have these heavy hitters like Roseanne or Home Improvement. Hell. He even worked on the Cosby Show. Like, yeah, there. I think he had a true impact um, on our childhood. What's
1: his name? Matt Williams. Matt Williams. Matt Mm -hmm. wears a hat Mm -hmm. when he's writing episodes. And Williams, William, be over to watch the new episode of The Connors. Matt Williams. Yes. Okay. There you go. And then Macab Matt. And then uh, McCall, jelly and Jill. Jelly making Jill. Yep. This works. This really works.
0: It really does work. Yeah. And it <laughs> especially
1: works if it's real things. I don't yeah. know if she makes... Uh, well, all right. Let's go back to the episode because one thing I really like about this episode is that um, The Sun is making a horror movie. I yes. I mean, that's the, main, that's the main thing. And we are uh, VHS collectors and we are mm-hmm. uh, self-proclaimed horror movie buffs. <laughs> sure, <laughs> and one of the movements uh, in horror movies, but this is, this, is, this is legitimate is is the SOV or the shot on video movement in the 80s and the 90s. Um, it used yes. to be in the 70s and early part of the 80s. And everything before that, of course, if you wanted to make a movie, you needed to either buy film, which was crazy expensive, or yep. rent a film, or buy uh, filmmaking equipment. It was all expensive across the board back then. So in the you kind of just some guy couldn't really make a movie. No. And then video, home video, VHS came around. It became readily changed available. The game. It was cheap. Changed the game, and that gave birth to the shot on video or movie because people were shooting directly onto VHS video, and which uh, we
0: got some crazy gold.
1: Yeah, uh, what's your favorite? Uh, don't, you know, if you don't want to dive directly into something, let's just riff mm-hmm. off a few that we really like, really Okay, quick. well,
0: just to give you a little bit of a backstory, um, Eli from Magnetic Magic Rentals mm-hmm. and I would hang out like, in, back in like 2014, 2015, almost every single Sunday, and we'd each bring like a full stack of VHS just to watch through, and that kind of started Analog Sunday
1: for us. Wow. which
0: now we're, we're doing analog it's been going strong for about five years but um, we do Analog Sunday at our, our local theater here you do it in the theater movie theater,
1: theater. What's, a, what's the theater, movie theater called? yeah
0: exactly it's called Analog oh movie theater it's Screenland Armor Screenland Armor Analog Sundays how often do you do it? you gotta plug your stuff dude but but anyway so so I've watched a lot of shot on video movies yeah. it's kind of like our main theme is trying to find the wildest and craziest shot on videos and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be horror but typically, the horror-based ones are the most fun.
1: Yeah, I think uh, shot on video is great, and shot on video horror is great. It took me a while, but I, I think like I was kind of grew up around horror movies, but I was uh, I was scared of them as a little mm-hmm. kid, so I didn't really Same watch here. many of them. But I got into I would say like college, and I discovered Evil Dead Two. And mm. I actually, the, D- the DVD got stuck. I had a cheap TV with a DVD player built into it. And the <laughs> DVD got stuck in there. Yes. And it was the DVD that uh, didn't have a menu, it just played the movie, and it played on a loop and I actually, you know, I was like making my art for school, and the movie was just on all the fucking time, so I fell in love with B-horror, with Evil Dead and Mm -hmm. so then you make all those gradual steps, like Night of the Demons it's an easy gateway into SOV, which is like, I'd say D-list horror. Well, that's the thing, where I was getting to is, you know, you you go to, you get your Evil Dead 2 you you got your Night of the Demons mm -hmm. Uh, you've got your ghoulies you've got your puppet master, you've got your street trash uh, so when I first discovered shot on video horror movies uh, it f- I did not like it at all because I felt like it was watching the worst bottom of the barrel trash that you can mm. find like it's just some guy found a camera and him and his doofy brother made a horror movie that stinks And isn't. I kind of feel the opposite
0: with that I'm a bit of a voyeur in a weird way I think we mm-hmm. all enjoy voyeurism to a certain extent mm-hmm. but it kind of felt like I was being a voyeur when I was watching like an like a horror SOV. It's like maybe I shouldn't be watching this, but
1: it's something so intriguing. Yeah, you're because you're because you're a pervert. No, oh. it does feel. Am I? It does feel like, <laughs> like like SOV horror does feel like the stuff that you would get from like your friend's sketchy older brother. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I could see I could see the charm in that. And now I do. I, I I want to finish my thought before. I did, I have come around to shot on video horror. I like it now. Okay. It feels like the next venture. Once you've seen, like, all the B-horror movies or, like, the majority of them, you're kind of like, well, what's next? And then there's this slew of terrible, terrible films. Oh, but yeah. But you have to... You, you. There's not a lot of good, genuinely good shot on horror. A lot of them are the so bad, it's good kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Do you happen to know what... Blockbuster's top rental uh for the summer of ninety six or ninety-seven was the year that Independence Day came out on home video. Do you yeah, know my, my th- guess was gonna be ID four? Uh and you would be close, but you would be wrong. Huh. Because their top rental, get this fucking shit, bro. Blockbuster's top sci-fi. It's it is not just top rental overall, top sci-fi rental is feeders by the Polonia Bros. No. How is that even possible? Because they're fucking scam artists. What they did <laughs> back in you know the way film used to be. Okay, by the way, if you guys don't know feeders, it's a bottom of the barrel shot on video yes. horror movie. So for, so the fact that it's a top rental I mean, is, it's, it's is fun. bonkers. It is fun. I, I did watch it and I got super into it and they I watched it three days in a row actually. That's how hard wow. it is. The first time I watched it I was like get the fuck out of here. and I turned it off And uh, but then I watched it more recently and I watched it every day, three days in a row I thought it was one of the best fucking movies I've ever seen huh. but this cheap ass horrible movie uh, being a top sci-fi rental at Blockbuster, what they did basically what they used to do, all the way back to like Roger Corman and the Canon group they used to have these uh, uh, film industry specific screenings so for instance people would go and they would say hey everybody here's what all the big film companies and distributors have uh slated for the year so he would go and he would see oh my god they're making this movie called jurassic park i have to come out i have to make Carnosaur." Carnosaur. yeah yeah so when people go to the theater and jurassic park is sold out they say oh well let's go see this other one or when they go to blockbuster and jurassic park is sold out Oh, we'll get this other dinosaur movie. There's yes. a whole, it's called uh, the Mockbuster. There's a mm, whole, um, okay. To take it, the mock mocking the blockbuster and making your own shitty version of it to try to capitalize on the attention that that's going to bring in. Yeah. Uh, so this was a mockbuster in a way. It wasn't how they made it, but they marketed it as a mockbuster. Okay. They marketed it against the release of Independence Day. It is a big alien wow. on the cover. Uh, they placed it right next to Independence Day in the shelves in blockbuster. Polonia Bros two motherfucking Pennsylvania screw jobs (laughs) that just got (laughs) lucky got so lucky that this happened because the film I love it like I said I've watched it three days in a row once for some Mm -hmm. reason it just was hitting it is junk it is a junk it, movie. It really, all, all of their stuff is pretty junk. They've been making movies since they were really young. Well, it is po- important to notice that the that the one brother is dead. Mm, I didn't know uh, that. John died in 2008, but Mark is still okay. making films. Most re- recently, he made a movie called uh, Amity in Space, and it looks like...
0: <gasps> looks like
1: garbage, it but it looks, looks like so much fun. Yeah, look, yeah, but I got to see it. I got to see yes, it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, Other Polonia Bros movies are, uh, of course, we said Feeders. They did Feeders 2, which, uh, you know, this did so well that, of course, they made another one and they made a Christmas version of it. Uh, Saurons is like a claymation uh, dinosaur movie. Uh, Hallucinations is good. Splatter Farm is really good. Oh, Splatter Farm is fantastic. But check out Feeders and check out the Polonia Bros in general because uh, they also, I mean, the one is still going. Uh, uh, Mark is still going. It's like if you if you made a horror movie yourself. Did you ever make mm-hmm. a horror movie yourself?
0: I, I have actually. <laughs> How old were you? I was probably ten or eleven. We had just watched, like, we were way too young to watch the Blair Witch Project, but we were all. Oh, about did you, it. Did you,
1: did you I try to do a
0: found footage? Yes. So we made yeah. our own found footage oh. Kid Witch Project. It was called Kid Witch. It was called Kid Witch Project. Oh, we tried shooting wow. in the dark. Didn't work. So we shot during the day, but we tried to act like it was nighttime. You did day it for was night. Cathetic.
1: It was never bad. do day for night never do day for no, night. no no but
0: and i still have it on tape but i have not rewatched it for probably 15 years you know you have to rewatch it i right? need to i need to digitalize it maybe i'll digitalize it and put it on youtube did you bother writing a script or like how you know I, it was all of my movies especially back in the day had a loose script we all had a, like a general idea together and then we just kind of did our own thing mm-hmm, um and mm-hmm. somehow it all worked out i don't like like with the kid Witch project i don't really understand What the premise was, I just know that we were
1: copying Blair's Witch. I mean, like like everyone else was at the time. Were
0: you walking through the woods and stuff? Yes, absolutely, and the shaky cam and all that. Yeah.
1: I too, as I was gonna say, I too uh, made a horror Uh, shot on video. Yeah. What was it about? Scary Dracula. I do have to get. One of them that I did with a very good friend and a listener to the show, Scott. Scotty boy. at, Sh- at Shy Hound Farm. We shot a shot on horror. Shot on horror. We shot a <laughs> shot on video horror movie called Toy Story X. What? Um. Yeah, it was called Toy Story X. X. So is
0: Toy Story 10?
1: No, X as in like scary, because <laughs> X is a scary letter. I gotcha. I guess. You know what I mean? I gotcha. Uh, as as proved by Ty West's movie X. True. Uh, so that stands true. We were on to something. here, that, Scott? We were doing something pretty good. <laughs> uh, the movie is essentially, uh, I'm behind the camera, Scott is the main character, and uh, my action figures are coming to life and pulling at his eyelids and pulling at his, his lips and stuff. And he's tossing them out the windows and slamming them closed in the windows and throwing them down the stairs and stuff. I got to ask you, was it stop motion or was scott using his hands we've got uh like two shots that were stop motion of the guy like walking up climbing up the bed uh-huh. and then most of them are me holding the camera with my left hand and and holding the figure with my right <laughs> hand in front of the camera trying not to show and your just, hands and and just attacking him with the figure <laughs> and him going no stop 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 toy it toy story x toy story but it was how we did it is actually uh, we were kind of self-aware. We realized it was ridiculous and stupid, so we made it ridiculous and stupid. Okay. The, <laughs> the ending of it is one of the best things ever. I wish I had a clip. I'll have to I'll have to upload it or something okay, like that. please. But, uh, it's going to have to definitely be with the permission of Scott because he's in front of the camera, and we are freshmen in high school, and that is a not good age. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. <laughs> he kills all the toys. He throws them out the window, smashes them. This goes on for a while, and then uh, one comes back to life and uh, starts slowly walking towards him and then the camera looks over at, at Scott and he t- does a hard look right into the lens of the camera and goes Toy Story X <laughs> and it ends fade <laughs> to black, Toy Story X yeah, so impressive, and uh, it was mostly action figures from Cong- uh, Congo, the movie Congo nice, of course and uh, I think we used a Dracula from the real Ghostbusters line mm. um, and uh, great movie, okay Oscar nominated as I hear Toy Story X. It was like a whisper Toy Story X. Toy Story X.
0: So there you have it. Our full depth review. I don't know if it really was a review of uh, Home Improvement A Night to
1: Dismember. Yes. And uh, if I, you know, look, the Forever Brokes podcast is brought to you by Ed's retro arcade in chile Correct. and yes. um ads has a few rules for me and for the podcast what what do you mean one of the rules is to that we're not we're you know sometimes when i first podcast with you uh we used to drink on the podcast <laughs> and yes, we're not supposed did. to do that anymore uh according to ed because there's money okay. involved now and uh and liabilities um interesting but i I haven't really seen you drink on the podcast lately i try to keep well i got some dan Aykroyd crystal vodka skull that says different (laughs) (laughs) and so (laughs) you know that's what we're doing because the show belongs to the people the show belongs to people like Tony wilbur who recently sent me his comic books. Thank you very much, Tony Please go check Aww. him out on Instagram. He has uh, great comic book work. Um, he really does. The show belongs to him. The show belongs to people like Scott at, at uh, Shy Hound Farm. Yeah, Scott belongs yeah. to people like Rob. Mm-hmm. The show belongs uh, to people like Spooky Basement. Yes. Who else does it belong to? I'm blanking on our other our other listeners here. Uh, uh, there are a lot, but our sponsor, Big Ed's
0: Retro Arcade and Chile, plays a big part in helping us financially here. Um, and, in, and in doing so, he chooses some of the content that we that we review. But I didn't realize he was laying down ground rules for you, Jamie. I, I never received an email or anything like that. I had reached like out that. to him two
1: weeks ago. Look, I would say we do this off-air. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We can talk about it off-air. The show belongs to the people. That's the point I'm getting at. That's true. I wrote an EP. It's a rock opera. And uh-huh. it is called The Devil's Butthole. Title pending. It could also be Satan's Butthole. I haven't quite decided yet. Is a concept album? It just tells a rockin' story from beginning to end. It is a concept album. It is a rock opera. It is okay. heavy acoustic rock. It's one of the <laughs> best things. It is my number one passion in life. Uh, I acoustic rock? I can't think of acoustic any acoustic other. Acoustic rock? I can't think of any other. Yeah, and I wish you wouldn't joke about it, because it is my number one passion in life right now.
0: I'm sorry. I don't mean to, to joke about it or make any fun. I pitched I'm this sorry.
1: record. I want to get it pressed on vinyl i want to be able to do a tour with it i i pitched this i know that ed has money mm-hmm. and he did not re- that's he did not respond to me for a lot of weeks and oh. he said look we're not really interested uh but please read this thing and this thing said do not drink on the show so we have devil's no what is this dan Aykroyd skull vodka mm-hmm. crystal Skull for happy halloween I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't
0: want to bring it down. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Because because we got to remind our, our listeners that if they are in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, especially if you're just getting off the plane from the, the International Airport right there, swing on by mm-hmm. to Ed's Retro Arcade in Chile. I believe they're still having their, their um, Halloween green chili right now. Dude,
1: do you remember um, I- Carnival? Well, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you what I do remember. I, I remember that this is a good arcade but the owner won't believe in your dreams so just go in there Uh, that's uh, just go uh, in there knowing that the owner does not believe in dreams we'll talk about this off air jamie okay okay Okay. uh
0: but anyways if you are in that area definitely check it out i think the chili will pair very well with carnival if anybody is like familiar or a fan of carnival he has the cabinet up there and from what i understand it's in really good maintenance so you can just blow through all your quarters and beat the game there while Mm -hmm. you're chowing down on the uh, halloween green chili chili there
1: you can do that or 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 you can support acoustic rock opera rock music
0: yeah we'll, we'll definitely talk about that on the future episode especially if that. you get some stuff recorded i think we might might be able to play that into on, it.
1: on our podcast we'll into i mean it. i'll talk to ed about it i'm sure he'll hear it maybe he'll actually be like this is good yeah. and impress it for you i think i think i think that's what's likely to happen but until <laughs> then i just want to say happy halloween season to all our Aww. forever bogus listeners i hope that it is a fruitful season for you i hope that i hope so too. whatever you like you know you like these pumpkin smelling candles light some
0: do
1: yes. it yeah go all out this season and Why watch not? this episode actually because it was pretty good we watched a lot of junk on yes. the show but this is a good episode
0: i agree i think it's a perfect way to wrap up this episode actually is definitely check that one out like if you don't check out any other uh home improvement halloween episodes this is the one to check out For yourself, I think you'll really enjoy that. Check out feeders, check out Satan Place on YouTube. I think you'll like all three of those things. That would really kind of kickstart your Halloween season. And speaking about the Halloween season, their forever boogus Halloween season is in full motion. Follow us on our Instagram for all of our daily Halloween nostalgic posts. Um, And polls. Uh, We've got a couple things lined up. There will be a screening at Screenland Armor. Uh, We're going to be our typical um, Are You Afraid of the Dark Marathon. So, very excited about that, as well as all the upcoming topics that we're going to be covering on the Forever Bogus podcast. Okay. All right. Well, well, until next time, always remember to be kind, rewind, and we'll all stay. but Jamie seriously though. we really we really shouldn't be talking about some of this stuff on here. I got a couple emails from from Ed yeah and like and I don't think he really appreciated some of that. so that's fine. I, I just I, I just want to make sure that we're like both on the same page we could talk about it seriously though.